皆さんこんにちは。Hello everyone! Welcome back to the new episode.Oh, people and in English!And today we have a new guest. またまたゲストが来てくれました。Right. We have Simon in the house. ね。Simon <笑> from the UK.Which one of the UK are you from?I, I, well, good afternoon.Thank you for inviting me.I'm from a county called Lincolnshire. Well, Lincolnshire, it's agricultural, it's flat、oh. agriculture.、Eh. Although Isaac Newton was from my village. Oh, really? Where I'm from, yeah. Wow. Clever. Right. And Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher. But I, I don't boast about that. Oh, really? It's a great idea. Okay, so we know that before coming to Japan, you've been traveled a lot. You basically love traveling all over the world. And、yeah. we want to know, like, where did you go? Well,、um, I was asked this question not too long ago. So I, I counted, and I think it's 82 countries. Yeah, I've been to. Wow. どんな国に行ったのかなって聞こうと思ってるんですけど82カ国も行ったことがある When, when you guys travel and you change planes at an airport、yeah. do you include that? It depends Okay, I haven't included those Oh, okay <laughs> So that's not more impressive I think having a beer at an airport doesn't include isn't included as a But if you go outside an airport I think that's included if you go okay. outside. Okay. But I, I never go outside. All right.、Uh, if I just w i t h i n the gate, then it didn't count, right? Yeah, you have to leave the gate. You have to show a passport,、uh, right? Yeah, to count. Right. So excluding that 82 countries. But it's a bit more, it's not as spectacular as that. So when I was. 29 years old, I quit my job. I、All、used、right. to work in a museum、mm-hmm. because my major was in history. Right.、Okay. And I worked in a museum for so many years. So you were an articulator? Articulator.、Uh, assistant. 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 Yeah. And I quit my job at 29, and for about six years, I was an adventurer. So I used to do adventure travel, which would be sponsored.、Okay. Yeah. I would blog about it and.、Um, Oh, that's super that's cool! Interesting. 29, you quit your job. Yeah. What, what, what was the reason behind that? I, yeah, I was living in London,、mm-hmm. working hard with little reward, and I just wanted to do something different. And I've always been the kind of person who doesn't talk and, but does.、Mm-hmm. Right. So, so, um, はい。
I was like, no, I don't really, I don't really like my, I didn't like my job. Yeah. So I just want, and I've always wanted to do PhD. So I said like, okay, before 30, I should yeah. do something. Now or never, <laughs> right? Oh yeah. I think that's maybe consciously or subconsciously. Right. I think 28, 29 people make big, or even 38, 39, 48, 49 people make big decisions before they reach a decade. Right. Right. But that was a really huge risk you were taking. Did, did you feel like anxious or afraid or worried when you decided to quit your job? I was absolutely terrified. That were you were you scared when you quit your job because uh, you're losing money, you're going into yeah. your job? <laughs> I was. Do you regret it? No. There you go. Oh, yeah. that's nice story. <laughs> uh, Isn't it? It's better to regret something you do than to regret something you don't do. Exactly. Is there an equivalent expression in Japanese yes, to that? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. That's very true. But in Japan, it's a bit different to England. I think in Japan, it's not quite so. Correct me if I'm wrong, but socially, culturally acceptable just to quit a job yeah. and go and do something kind of crazy is yeah. maybe a bit more difficult, isn't it? Yeah, it's very difficult. It's more natural. Well, it's changing, but it's like for my parent generation, it's, yeah. it's just simply, it's just so natural to to be hired for lifelong term yeah. in the same company. So doing the same thing yeah. for a very long for time like to retire. 30 years, 40 years. And especially in your parents or our parents' generations, at 29, you'd likely be married with kids. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't. I would be married. So I don't want a listener to think I deserted my family. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, times are changing. So I know you've got, you've got a few years left to, before, mm, before, think before about your it. crisis. Yeah, <laughs> So you seem to be quite happy though, so I don't think... Yeah, currently, but I don't know for in, in a few Five years, years is a long time, have or four years is a long time. So. Right. so, did you... How did you apply for that traveler job? Is that... Well, you don't... It's a bit of a... So one, I'll get, tell you the full story. So I traveled whilst I was working in London. I went on a just a 10-day holiday to Vietnam. Okay. And I was traveling between, I don't remember which cities, two of the cities on an overnight train. And into my cabin came this guy, a British guy actually, and he was wearing cycling clothes. And I said, I'm chatting to him. <laughs> and it turned out he was cycling around Vietnam with his bags attached to his bike. And I was absolutely fascinated. And I kept the poor guy awake all night, just asking him questions. And that's what I ended up doing. So then I decided I wanted to do that and my goal was to do the longest land route in the planet mm -hmm. Mm. and the longest land route is not around the world because there's lots of oceans right so it's from the north of alaska to the bottom of argentina that's so what I, you did i cycled that 
took me a year and a half. Wow. Yeah. And it took about a year of planning, saving money, and I wrote about, without exaggerating, Mm -hmm. I must have written over a thousand emails. To... So I would say, right, I need gloves. So I wrote to every single Mm -hmm. glove company on planet Earth. Telling them what you're doing right now. Yeah, I did some research, how to propose sponsorship for sunglasses. So everything I wore, I got for free. Eventually, a lot of my sunglasses, cycling gear, everything. I entered a competition with British Airways, Mm -hmm. who were rewarding innovative ideas with free flights. And I got, so I got free flights to Alaska and at the end of the trip. And I got sponsorship on my bike, so I didn't pay a penny towards any of that. I had some savings as well. That's how it works. I mean, I don't want people to think that anyone can go out. I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. It was not easy, right? So you faced rejections as well. Yeah, I mean, for every hundred emails you write, ninety-nine say no, but that one says yes. いや、<笑> So you took six years to... So that was the first trip. Okay. And then when I was doing that trip, it, it was hard. And I thought, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> Your butt hurt. It was one and a half years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then about a week after I finished, I, I had the buzz again. And the, the next trip I did was with a friend and we cycled from the northernmost border of India to the southernmost village of India. So we started in the Himalayas mm-hmm. and finished in the Indian Ocean. That took six months. Six months. And then the third trip, I cycled the Silk Road from China, from Xiang, China to Venice in Italy. So across the world. How come you never told me such an interesting <laughs> story before? Um, where, how does that come up? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know? How long did it take, the one from China? That was a year. Ah, okay. A year. And I walked across Europe. You walked? Yeah, I walked what? across Europe. <laughs> not cycling. Uh, most of it, not all most of it. Of it. Like, what yeah, happened to your bicycle? I just fancy walking. Ah, and, um, okay. That one was a bit of an accident. Well, it, I understand one in Europe, where for walking in Europe is like better. But I wasn't meant to. I started and I was enjoying it, so I just continued. And then okay. I thought, well, I might as well go further now. <laughs> So I can say Europe. So where did you stay in every stop? Ah, oh, it's um, the, the cycling trips. There are a couple of websites I used a lot. I'm not sure if they're still going. One mm-hmm. was called Couchsurfing. Oh. Have you heard of that? Yes. Have you used, used it? it once? Where? Twice. Uh, when I was studying in South Korea, I came to travel to Japan. I used Couchsurfing. How was your experience? Yeah. It was really good. And I'm still friend with the, with the host actually. It was kind of like Airbnb, but it's it was free. It's it free. used to be free. It's free? Yeah. So the host gets often somebody from a different culture staying at their house. They exactly. Can 
hang out with and you get free accommodation, they'll often cook for you. So. Yeah. Sometimes they also like, you know, take you to the city and give like free guide. It's like a cultural exchange. Yes. I was like, I'm to 最初にアラスカアルゼンチン行って次えシルクロード行ってえ that was the second one so the first trip is from、oh. uh, Alaska and Argentina all, all my trips I use that、mm. yeah right so the second trip is from where India. to India, India.、Uh, was it north and to south yeah oh yeah right and then the third is Silk Road well third was the walking one Silk Road was ああそういうアプリでこう泊まる場所を日がな暮らしで見つけながら1年全部の全トリップがそれぞれ1年ずつぐらいかけてやったという。Another website called Warm Showers, which is couchsurfing for cyclists.Not frequent, but more likely to get an acceptance.And it's only for the warm shower? It's quite a good name because all you're thinking about cycling, right? 100 kilometers in one day is that warm shower at the end of it, you know? It's quite a good name. It's not obligatory. What was the most challenging situation? I mean, I don't talk about it often. You know, I got mugged many times and、uh, I got knocked off by trucks on my bike and <laughs> the hospital a few times on various trips. But we got I tell you an interesting story. I, in Alaska, near the border of Canada, I met a German guy who was、okay. doing a similar trip to me,、mm-hmm. but a different route. And we said, let's cycle together for a week. And on the second night of cycling together, we found this little abandoned log cabin, tiny, enough for two people to lie down. I think they just used it to store stuff in. So we squeezed in there. Halfway through the night, I woke up, he was elbowing me, and there was something trying to get in. And we looked through a people's door, and it, it was a bear. Oh my god! Like, leaning on the door to try and break the door down, and we both had our legs up against the door. No! And that was only about three weeks into my trip, and I remember thinking, what have I done? I <laughs> <laughs> <That> was scared. <laughs>、yeah. I was sitting in the pub watching soccer a month ago. <laughs> and now I'm praying a bear doesn't get in to eat me and my, German,、right. my new German friend.、Love、Eventually it, it stopped, and we both had bear spray.、Mm-hmm. Oh, right. We knew it was a possibility. And we broke the world record for cycling as we got out. <laughs> I think we're still in the good Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> that must have been really scary. Yeah. It was yeah. like life and death situation. <laughs> Translate that one. 一緒にね、いた人と、まあ、夜行って、行くんでたら、うん、すごい物音がして、何かなと思ったら、外からクマが。入ってこようとしてたと一応まあスプレーが当てたりとかそのままね逃げたからいいけど
大変だよねでもそういうのやっぱり確かにそれが訪れたらあやらかしたな<笑>なんでトラベラーの道進んだかな<笑>と思うよね確かに。Yeah. I mean, something probably interesting for you two is it was on these trips during these years where I started to get my ideas about language.、Mm. And seeing how English worked, because I used English predominantly、right. to communicate no matter where I went. And that's where I started to get these ideas about how it was used around the world. And、um, it was on the final trip. Where I decided to go back to university and do a master's degree based on language and applied linguistics.、Mm-hmm. And that's why that was my last trip, because I said, right, it's time to move on to the next stage.、Yeah. That was what inspired me in language, was doing those trips. Wow. Travel does that, I think.、Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 言語って面白いなーってそこで気づいたほとんど英語使ってたからね,ねいろんな国に行って、ね、でもコミュニケーション取るためにう、ねうん、サイモンはイギリスの人だがもともと英語を話すしで多分旅行もね英語でやってたわけだけどそ,それがきっかけで今大学院最後のあれ、うん、旅行終わってから、うん、旅行終わってから大学院大学に戻って言語をやろうとそう And I speak Spanish, so、right. when I was going through Central and South America,、mm-hmm. I would often be having these hybrid conversations with people in Spanglish. Spanglish?、Oh. Yeah, right, Spanish and English mixed together.、Uh-huh. Can you give an example?、Mm. Oh, I, I don't know, off the top of my head, you know, like, well, the thing is, that's what started giving me ideas about how people, like, code switching and merging、oh. languages.、Mm. and I think a lot of code switching is contextual, like, depends on who you're talking to.、Right. So it's difficult just to give you an example、right. because we wouldn't be doing it for real. Exactly. But,、um, like, ¿Dónde está el toilet, por favor? Ah!、Mm. <laughs> I forget the word for toilet.、So, mm. And I kind of assume most people around the world know the word toilet.、So, right. Right. Eh, ¿Chunan Bedeta? Europa? Europa. Where was it? South America. 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 South America.そうだよね。
as a means of communication. So they don't have time or the necessity to think about what does this mean. Right. Whereas because I was an outsider looking in, it was a bit easier for me to say, wait, there's something happening here, which I find really interesting. Yeah, can, you, can either of you pinpoint the moment where you thought I'm really interested in language or? I do have one. Do you have really? One? Yeah. We have a lot of careers using English. And you can need to teach English like at junior high schools or you can like use English as a business like do dealing or something mm -hmm. like that. But the um, during my um, undergraduate exchange year in New York, I took the um, social linguistic class. And then that's the moment I not teach English, not use English, but think about English, like how it's used in the society or in the world and how it's connected to individuals in societies. And I was like, oh, maybe this is what I want to do. Like, I want to think about what English is. Was it the teacher you met doing it or just the subject itself that inspired you? Uh, maybe the, both of them, the subject and the way the class went. Yeah, for me, I used to take language for granted because I grew up in a very multicultural and multilingual society yeah so you were surrounded by different languages different dialects you've never really thought about you know those kind of things it's just for you it's natural and it was until I actually um, went to university and I took social linguistics class as well mm. where we learned about code mixing and, and stuff like that that I started to be more interested in you know learning about these kind of things because in the society that I grew up in we did we do code mixing a lot yeah. and code yeah. switching but somehow um, it, it was kind of like seen as something negative the okay. government keeps telling you that mm. you shouldn't mix languages if you want to speak in one language speak in that language only mm. so if you're mixing languages it's bad we grow up doing it while being told that, you know, that is wrong. I know it's not Malaysia, but Singapore, the government, put out an official decree telling the TV shows to stop using Singlish. Oh. Because the TV shows were almost like 80% yes. in Singlish. In Singlish. And the government says, stop it. Yeah. Right. Chinese, or English, or, you know, right. but not mixed. So it's interesting. It's, it's almost similar. What is your, um, uh, I don't know to term it, but your ancestry, like ethnically? Uh, and... Ethnically, I'm, I'm one of the indigenous people in Malaysia, Borneo. It's called okay. Dusun. Yes, but I don't speak Dusun language, I understand. What percentage of you is, is that? Half. It's my, it's from my father's side. And your mother's side? My mother's. It's a mix of um, Javanese and another indigenous uh, ethnic uh, called Murud, but my mum only speaks Malay. So you're not from the mainland of Malaysia? No, you're from one of I'm the from Borneo Island, Island. Ah, from the West Malaysia. So West Malaysia, is, uh, we have a lot of indigenous people, um, indigenous yeah. languages and stuff, so yeah. うん、面白い。じゃあ、こう三者三様、サイモンもシーンも私もそれぞれ、あ、英語を国際のコミュニケーションとして使われてる英語を勉強しようと思った理由があって、サイモンはその旅の中で
んか自分はもともと英語のスピーカーだし内側で英語を見てるから普通に使ってるからわざわざそんなこと考えたりもしようと思わないけど外に出て旅行して実際に英語でのコミュニケーションをこう外から見てみてもう一回ちょっと学び直そうと思って。でまあ私はあの英語は得意でやってたけどさて英語を教える先生になろうか英語を使ってビジネスをしようかとか迷ってた時にこう留学先で社会言語学の授業を学んであ英語について考えようコミュニケーションとして使われてる英語について考えようと思ってそこから研究する道に進んで。シンはマレーシアは面白いねなんかそのすごくマルチカルチャルでマルチリンガルな国だからいろんな言語が混じり合っててでこう一つのカンバセーションの中にも英語なりいろんな言語が混じり合うことが普通のはずなのにちょっとそれおかしいよって言われるんだよね,だね英語を喋ってるんだったら英語オンリーで喋りなさいその言語喋ってるんだったら他の言語を混じずに喋りなさいって言われてるのが。んちょっともう一回これについて考え直したいなと思った。いや、英語は面白いですね。なんか面白いですね。The Vikings were, heavy, were heavily situated in Britain, so、mm-hmm. that's where that comes from.、Mm-hmm. It's kind of common, a bit boring.、Mm-hmm. Have you tried? No.、Mm-hmm. Oh, yours would be interesting. Yeah. Really interesting. I think I should try doing it and see. And what they do is they put you in touch with people who share your genetic、oh, really? code. Yeah. So, so I've, I've got these people writing to me who are my third cousins removed. Mm. And maybe my great 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 uncle emigrated to America.、Mm. And, and they're called Perry, which is my family name. They're writing to me. It's really interesting. You should do it. That's that's interesting. Yeah. I think yours would be all over the place. <laughs> <though> . yeah. <laughs> yeah. How much is it? About $100, I think. Oh, US dollars. That's not bad. But it's, you know, it's、uh, a once in a lifetime thing. It's not、right. going to change.、Mm. <laughs> so, do they? Is there any place to do that in Japan? Mine was an American company.、Uh, yeah, I think we do. We do have some. I don't know. I mean, it's obvious to do that for t h e s e people.、So、it's, like, it's not a good business for them. Yeah, but <laughs> it could be very interesting. But it's becoming more. I've been only living here in 25 years so far, but like, I, I see it's, it's becoming more. Very multiracial and right, multicultural、right. and multilingual. Japan is changing as well. It's Japan. So maybe in a hundred years' time it'll be interesting to do it、right. in Japan. Yeah. But... <laughs> Not yet. What it could do though, a Japanese one, it could be more regional.、Mm-hmm. It might say that you have such and such percent from Hokkaido,、mm-hmm. Okinawa maybe or something. Okay, so. 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 Ok
あのサイモンがどうやってどんな人生を送ってきたかとか本当に世界中を旅してきたことが分かったねなので最後今サイモンは日本に来たわけだけど、うん、なんでちょっと日本で長くいてみようと思ったのか次のエピソードで聞いてみようと思いますはい訳して I think for the next episode we will ask Because、um, Simon went to like 82, 82 countries all over the world. But then now he's in Japan. Right? He's studying and working in Japan. So, That's debatable. <laughs> so, for the next episode, we would like to ask Simon a lot of things about what is the reason he came to Japan and now living、right. here. To the present.、Right. Okay. So, we'll see you in the next episode. And thank you, Simon, for coming to the episode. You're very welcome. Thank you for the invite. Bye bye.